Hello, and welcome to From the Newsroom, a podcast production of the Monroe News in Monroe, Michigan. Welcome to the next installment of Retro Headlines from the Monroe News of Monroe, Michigan. The following are articles from the Monroe Evening News in July 1920. To start with, Henry Ford, the auto king of Detroit and a party, stopped at Monroe Wednesday noon and had dinner at the Park Hotel. The party remained in Monroe for about an hour when they went to Maybe. The object of Mr. Ford's visit to Monroe could not be learned. He inquired the nearest place to the Detroit, Toledo, and Ironton Railroad and informed Maybe was the nearest point. The party motored here in a Cadillac automobile. Henry Ford did not register at the hotel under that name. Detroit newspapers say that a New York brokerage firm representing a Detroit client, whose identity they refused to divulge, has taken an option of the DTNI road until August 1st. The draft would involve $4 million. It is reported in Detroit that Henry Ford is the client who is buying this road, and Ford's mysterious trip to Monroe yesterday and subsequent visit to the DTNI railroad at Maybe seems to help bear out this report. The object given for Ford's buying the railroad is that he wished to ensure a sufficient coal supply for his plant in Detroit. While it is admitted that Ford is financing a bridge proposition for the road and is securing his coal feel that system, yet Ford interests have denied that he is buying the railroad. And we have an update. Purchase of the DT&I Railroad by Henry Ford and his son Edsel was announced by Henry Ford's secretary today, July 10th. The deal was in negotiation for several months. It was revealed today. The purchase price was not disclosed. The DT&I Railroad is a direct link between the Great Lakes and the Ohio River. It passes through Adrian and other southeastern Michigan cities and crosses the western part of Ohio. A branch from Dundee connects with Toledo. Purchase of the road was due to the difficulties Michigan industries have experienced for years in securing coal from the southeastern Ohio coal fields. The fact that Ford was to purchase this road has been a current rumor in Monroe County for weeks and was strengthened recently when Ford and his party visited Monroe on their way to Maybe and Carleton to look over the railroad. The road runs right into the best coal fields in Ohio and is an artery of trade that should result in a better coal supply for this section of Michigan. The purchase will doubtless greatly benefit Carleton, and reliable reports from railroad circles in Detroit say Ford contemplates spending large sums of money and making Carleton a division point and junction terminal of his new railroad. In other news, ideal weather greeted the 4th of July holiday in Monroe Monday. Thousands flocked to the piers and nearby resorts. There was little noise-making during the day, being a completely safe and sane 4th. The youngsters were about the only ones who made any noise of any kind, and they were restricted to small firecrackers. Every train and electric car coming into this city was crowded all day Sunday and Monday, and it was impossible to get a seat on the interurban cars. The Detroit, Monroe, and Toledo Electric Line enjoyed one of the largest businesses that it has had in many years on the 4th. The double holiday made the traffic extremely heavy. Next Monday, the Mulholland Carnival Company will open a week's engagement on the greening lot on North Monroe Street. The show is in Ypsilanti this week and has received highly complimentary press notices there. The show's home is at Kalamazoo, and it has been characterized as a high-class attraction by the newspapers of the various Michigan towns where it has appeared this season. In the past week, six automobile and one motorcycle accidents have occurred at the corner of North Macomb Street and Elm Avenue. 
Wednesday, a party driving a motorcycle while rounding the corner smashed into a tree. He escaped with a cut on the arm and minor bruises. The machine was damaged. The same day, a boy riding a bicycle was struck by an automobile and thrown to the pavement, but he was not injured outside of a few bruises. The bicycle was wrecked. The other accidents were machines hitting the curb. This is one of the most dangerous corners in the city, as the turn is very sharp, and strangers driving through it sometimes do not notice the turn until they are right on it, then try to make the corner, many times resulting in the machine smashing into the curb. And finally, a motor truck carrying 200 quarts of Canadian whiskey, valued at $4,000 and said to be en route from Detroit to Lima, Ohio, was captured in the Toledo suburbs early Saturday morning by Toledo Motor Cars. The two drivers, who are said to be from Detroit, were arrested and charged with violating the Federal Prohibition Amendment. One of the men was armed with a revolver and the other had $570 on his person. It is claimed that the whiskey-laden truck, running without lights, passed through Monroe County before daylight Sunday morning. You just heard some of the headlines from July 1920 in the Monroe Evening News. For today's headlines in audio format, listen to the Monroe in a Minute program, a production of the Monroe News and Monroe Public Access, Mondays through Fridays on Rewind 94.3. Audio production by Paula Wethington for the Monroe News. This has been a podcast production of the Monroe News in Monroe, Michigan. Find us online at www.monroenews.com, on social media at Screen Name Monroe News, and in print seven days a week.